0: Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as a best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do this alone. Let's get started. Hello, lovelies. Happy New Year. This is the first episode I'm recording for you in 2024. And I just hope that you are coming into this new year feeling refreshed and energized and just excited about what's in store. Um, Gosh, I sort of feel like after the chaos of the holiday season, um, just want to do a big exhale with you together. If you want to just take in a big breath with me (sighs) and just let it out. I noticed on my coaching calls with my Thriving Authors Academy ladies that was coming up for a lot of us just feeling um almost a little bit hungover from the holidays like emotionally hungover or just kind of um I guess just time uh time margin just sort of wanting a little bit of a release into the new year and I think often we come into January with this almost frantic energy of um have to make a bunch of changes and you know revamp my life in some way um but i just would encourage you to know that you are enough exactly as you are right here right now um and that you can ease into this new year however feels best for you um maybe that's even just trying to slow down a little bit, or if you're going to make any changes, try to make them in a slow, um, intentional, maybe a small way. I found for myself that that is often how things stick. Um, so, for example, if you want to write more this new year, setting a really small, like doable goal for yourself, maybe that's trying to write 10 minutes a day or, um, you know, 30 minutes a week, something that just feels like very doable for you, because then you really get to build off of that momentum and that consistency of actually feeling like you are ahead, you are winning, you're celebrating your successes, as opposed to this energy of feeling like, oh, I'm behind, or I should be doing more, or I didn't keep that promise to myself. Um, So thinking about what is like a small promise that you can make to yourself and to your book, something that would be doable consistently, something that you would even maybe be excited to carve out that time. I encourage you to start there and know that you can always build off of that and your time can increase more and more as um, the weeks and months go by. I would love to hear what your writing goals are for 2024, what's a big dream that you have that you would love to tackle um, with something in your heart This is the year, if you have a book that's been in your heart for a while, maybe you've started working on it, maybe you've been through multiple drafts, um, what is something that you could affirm to yourself that would really help you trust yourself to make major progress on that this year? Um, What is something that you could say to yourself or what is something that you feel like your book would want to say to you? And I'd love just to invite you. you can even just pause this podcast right now and just write down a few things that come to mind. If you were thinking about your best, your highest self, what would she want to say to you about your book? Or if you're thinking about your book itself, what does your book want to say to you? What message does your book have for you? Some things that come up for me and that I've talked to my clients about recently is this idea of my book wants me to write it. My book wants to partner with me to come alive on the page. This idea of that partnership with your book. It's not something you have to force out of you. It's not something that you have to have all of this stress or anxiety around. It can be this beautiful partnership with your inner creativity and with your book that comes alive on the blank page. If any of this is resonating with you, if you're feeling like, "Ooh, I love Kind of this energy or these affirmations if you do feel like you are looking for more support in your creative life please send me a message check out my website dallaswoodburn.com um, i do have my eight week jumpstart program your book roadmap we kick off february 5th and it's a really um it's a high-touch program, which means that you get a lot of personal attention from me. We have weekly meetings. We do coaching calls, workshop calls. You get feedback on your work. We have co-writing sessions. Um, It's really tremendous value for, especially for the cost. It's my lowest um, cost program and it's eight weeks long. It's a small group. So it's just a really like intimate, safe space to just really dive into your book in a way that feels um that feels safe for you and that feels like you can make this amazing progress while still being gentle with yourself and still doing it in a way that feels good and that feels aligned with your creativity. So, in the program, we really focus on creating a roadmap for your book. So that's having an outline for your book and getting that first chapter done so that you get that momentum of getting started. um often, that first chapter is the hardest part and so just getting started and being able to have that plan moving forward makes a tremendous difference and i would love to support you in that so i invite you to contact me if you're interested like i said it's a small group so only a few spots remaining um so please let me know if one of those has your name on it i would love to save a spot for you well, speaking of kind of roadmaps or plans, I wanted to just talk briefly today. I had a um, bonus call from my launch team members for Your Book Matters, my new book, 52 Love Notes from My Creative Heart to Yours. And a question that came up in there um, during the Q&A was about just the process of publishing my book and specifically the timeline of that. And um, we've talked to before on this podcast about the differences between self-publishing or you know, indie publishing yourself versus going with a traditional publisher or signing with a literary agent to get a traditional publishing deal. And there are definitely pros and cons for either path. And um, I think that both paths are wonderful in their own ways. And a lot of the decision process for you with your specific book is thinking about what is most important to you for that specific book project so um, i'm definitely here if you have more specific questions about making that decision um, about traditional versus self-publishing you can send me an email Um, i even do one-on-one calls to really suss out like what would be the best path for you so let me know if you're interested in something like that but today i wanted to talk about the timeline of kind of a checklist of things uh, to do if you are planning to publish a book yourself. So one of the pros in self-publishing a book is that you have so much more control over the timeline. With traditional publishing, it can take quite a, it can be quite a long process, and often people I talk to are surprised to hear about how long um, the wait can be for traditional publishing. So just to give you an idea. Um, my new YA novel that's coming out in May, Before and After You and Me, it is being traditionally published by this wonderful publisher, Hallow Press, who I've been a fan of for quite some time. And um, I'm so excited to be having this book traditionally published. But it has been quite a long kind of lead up to the May 7th publication date. So not only did it take me many, many years, that can be a whole other podcast episode to go into the life of that book, many, many years of writing and revising and pitching and revising some more and pitching again um, for that book. So if we kind of take out all the years that I spent um Writing and revising that book, if we think about when I first pitched it to Al hollow press and um and then they requested the full manuscript, and then they read it and we signed a publication deal, I think that was August of twenty twenty two So that was when we signed the publication deal. And, um, and then the book is now coming out. It's going to be coming out in May, 2024. So you can just see it's almost two years of a lead up time from signing that publication contract to actually coming out. And that is very common with traditional publishers. There's a lot to do as far as, you know, editing the book and getting it ready for a publication. Um, but also there's, you can imagine kind of being in line and there's a long line in, ahead of you of authors who signed, To be, you know, sign their publication agreements years before you. So then it's going to be their turn. So it's also kind of this sense of, yes, there's a lot that the traditional publisher is doing with building up buzz for your book, getting it edited, getting it laid out. You know, they want lots, they want a long runway, a lot of time to be getting all of these components into place. Um, but also it's, there's, you're not with, when you sign with a traditional publisher, you're not their only author, right? They have many authors that they're working with. Um, and so a part of it is like waiting your turn, which we talk a lot with my five-year-old about waiting your turn. Um. I probably do a whole other podcast episode on things that you can do when you are in that waiting period. Um, but one of the pros for self-publishing, and one reason I wanted to self-publish your book matters is that you have so much more control over the timeline and you are your only author, right? And so you can focus on yourself a hundred percent and you get to move right to the front of the line and um, you know you can get your book out very quickly. That said, there is still a lot to be done. Um, before your book hits the shelves. And so I'd wanted to just do this episode to give you a sense of some things to be thinking about. If you are planning to um, to self-publish your book, these are some things related to like marketing and launching that book. These are some things that I did for your book matters that um, were really fun and helpful. And what I did was really laid out this whole timeline for myself um, before I even announced that I was publishing this book. So I kind of knew my different deadlines for, for things. Cause there are a lot of moving pieces in getting a book out into the world yourself. And I think you really wanna give yourself enough time so that you aren't, so it's not a stressful process. So instead it is a really fun and fulfilling and exciting process. So the first thing is before we start any of this, you want to have your book manuscript completed so this in and edited and ready to go so um this means that you've written the book the entire book yourself you have it all completed and done you've hired maybe a developmental editor to give you big picture feedback and then i would also suggest hiring a copy editor to really comb through the book and give you um, line level feedback you've worked with beta readers, early readers to give you feedback on it. You've gone through multiple edits of the book, so you really when what I'm going to talk about now is like that's what you're coming to this process with is you have a completed book manuscript that is ready to go. That's been edited multiple times. You really feel like it's the best that you can do. I'm not saying it's perfect, right? We could we could just keep reworking our same book manuscripts forever if we're striving for perfection it's like we're probably never going to feel like we actually get our book perfect right but we want it to be is it is is it the best that you can make it in this moment um do you feel really happy about where it is you know do you feel do you feel like it's ready to come into the world and so if you have that if you have that ready um here are some things that you can think about doing. So the first thing I want you to make sure you have completed along with that manuscript is those other little ancillary pieces to the actual book that you're going to need when you send your manuscript to the book formatter so this is um your acknowledgments we talked about writing your acknowledgments before about all the people who you want to thank who supported you in this book writing process Um, if you're going to have a dedication you want to make sure you have that written you're about the author Um, that's something else that some of my clients find it surprising how difficult that can be to write the little bio about yourself Um, make sure you have that written Uh, table of contents if you have any sort of references for the back of the book are you having an introduction either um, that you're writing yourself or that you're going to ask somebody else to write just really kind of map out these different pieces and I would suggest all of the pieces that you can write yourself get those done get those done now get those down kind of before we jump into this process of um, moving the book into the production timeline, because I think it's most helpful to when we sort of get on that train, get on that train of the book as the book launch is happening. I think as much as you can have done before that, so you can really be focusing your energy on um, the actual production of the book, the design of the book, and the marketing process of getting ready for this exciting launch. So um, again, that's having your acknowledgements done, your author bio done. Your dedication done if you're having an intro for the book and your book matters i have this little separate section at the beginning that's called dear reader little letter to the reader about why i wrote this book and how i hope this book can serve the reader everything like that really i want you to have that done and ready to go the other thing for you to write is the back cover description and this also can be surprisingly challenging um I have a whole episode you can go back and listen to about writing the description of your book. Um, But I would really suggest getting that done now before you move into that, before you start up that launch train. Um, So you want to get that back cover description done. And then I think it can be really fun to the first thing to think about is making some sort of big announcement about, Your book. So if you have shared about your book on social media before, like as you're going through the writing process, this would be a great time to have a big announcement about your publication date, like your book is going to be published. So um, one thing you can do with this list I'm going to share is you can kind of write out different things that resonate with you that you want to um, to do. I'm actually going to have there'll be a PDF with this podcast that will have um, little places where you can write in certain dates for things and a different list of these things I'm covering. But one thing I find helpful is to um, either do this one of two ways, either kind of think about when you would like to start this process. So almost pick like a start date for when do you want to make this a big announcement that you're kind of starting this process of launching your book and move forward from there. Or if you think about when Would you like to launch your book? Do you have a certain date in mind for when you want your book to be released and almost start at the end and write that date there and then kind of work backwards? Um, And I think it's really great to give yourself, I think, three months at least is a wonderful timeline, Um, perhaps even longer than that, if you feel like you really want it to feel spacious. Um. But I think that like three to four months is a great time to have. So let's say you want your book to launch um, in early April. That would be like starting all of this process now to really be gearing up and getting ready for your book. Um, and so think about think about that timeline of when do you want to kind of start, like when do you want to announce this to the world? Um, and then when do you want to release it? To the world. Um, And when I say talk about announcing this to the world, that doesn't mean that your pre orders are available then. Um, Though it can, you can decide to sort of announce when pre orders are ready. The way that I chose to do your book matters was I really wanted to kind of have my reader my audience along with me through the journey so um so i kind of announced it on the earlier side and then i shared a lot with my community as far as like different cover options and asking for their opinion having this launch team that really was there with me through the whole process um asking for the audience's opinion on like other photos that i should use things like that um, and so you can decide if you want to share all of that like to have your audience part part of that process, or if there are things that you want to do kind of behind the scenes on your own, um, before you announce the book. So, um, some other big picture things that need to happen early on um and that also will give you a better sense of your timeline is choosing your cover designer and your interior book designer which that might be the same person that does both of those things or it might be different people who do the cover and then the interior design but you want to um reach out to them now, <laughs> um, because often they work very far in advance and it can be kind of a long process. That's definitely some moving pieces as far as wanting to make sure that you have the cover, your the cover of your dreams, that you have enough time to do cover revisions and interior revisions, and that you don't feel rushed through the process. Um, and so I would recommend kind of before you, um, you know, really get started much in the process locking down a cover designer and an interior designer and making sure you can get on their calendar and that their timeline works with your timeline of when you want that book to come out um i would also recommend just giving yourself plenty of time to be working with a cover designer like wanting to choose someone that really resonates with you and your vision for the book. Um, So taking the time to check out multiple cover designers, looking at their portfolios online, checking out books they've designed the covers of previously, Um, maybe even hop on a zoom call to chat with them and to tell them about your book and just to get a sense of their process as a designer. Um, and then also I would definitely ask them how many cover options they give you. So like, for example, my amazing cover designer, Rebecca Barney, who designed the cover for your book matters. She gave me three very beautiful and very different designs for the cover of the book, which I then got to share with my community and get, um, people's feedback and opinions. And then I brought some of those ideas back to Rebecca and she came up with, you know, a revised design. And so we really had a lot of back and forth with the cover. Um, and something else to keep in mind with the cover is you're going to have your, you know, just your front cover design, which will be used on your ebook, but you also have a back cover too um, that's important for your print book. And um, for the designer to be able to make the front and the back cover, they call it the cover wrap that has the spine, we have to know exactly how many pages your printed Finalized book is. And so that's what I was talking about with a bunch of different moving pieces. That's why you want to make sure you also get a jump on your interior design at the same time you think about your cover design, because we're going to need your finalized interior design so we know exactly how many pages your final book is going to be so we can tell the cover designer so they can make the spine the exact right width. For your printed book and so i have a lot of clients who are very focused on the cover design which i know is kind of i think the flashier like splashier most exciting part of a book design Um, but sometimes they forget about the interior design and um And then we're sort of scrambling to get that interior design done so we can finish and finalize the cover design for the print book and so i think it's really great to be working on those design elements hand in hand Um, but for the interior design you really need to have your completed book like i said all of those extra pieces you want it to be finalized where you're not planning to make any more edits um, because it takes a while for the interior designer to get your book formatted for the different um, the different publication. Would that be formats of your book? Uh, so, ebook um, on different platforms and printed book. And so, if you have different edits that you want to make to the interior, it's just a big hassle for them. Once they formatted it, to have to go back through those different formats and make those revisions. So you want your manuscript to be clean and done and finalized before we start this process of interior design and then cover design. Um, Something else that you might be thinking about with these different pieces are if you have any illustrations or design components inside the interior of your book. One of my favorite parts of your book matters. Um, If you have gotten a copy of the book, you'll see that there, so there are 52 chapters, 52 love notes from my heart to yours. So one chapter for every week of the year. And there's a little illustration that Rebecca Barney, my cover designer did for um, the chapter headers. And she did, I think eight or 10 different illustrations that uh, moves throughout the year. As you read the book at the beginning, there's, um, a really tall kind of newly sharpened pencil, um, kind of this blank paper, this idea you're just starting your book. And as the book progresses, the chapter headers change where the pencil gets shorter. There's sometimes crumpled up balls of paper. There's like a little eraser she drew. There's a coffee mug. Um, and at the very end, there's like a really, really tiny pencil, but then there's this like completed stack of pages of your book. So that was so fun that she designed that for me. Um I just love it so much and it would, but it was definitely like some more moving parts to have to organize between those illustrations, the wonderful interior designer. Um, I used this wonderful woman named Stacy, um, Olson, um, to do my interior design. So she was coordinating. I was coordinating with her and Rebecca to try to get like the interior format all completed. And then we had to know The number of pages, so we could then tell Rebecca to make the cover design. So just there's a lot of moving parts. And I think one thing that makes it a lot less stressful is if you're able to have plenty of time before you plan to have the book out in the world, to be working with those moving parts and to get your book as perfect as it can be and ready to go. Um, because you are working with other people and they have busy lives and they have other projects. And so you also want to be mindful, you know, of their schedules and their deadlines too, especially if you're asking for revisions, um, things like that. So um, so those are some, definitely some things to be considering at the very beginning. Um, and so then think about with making that announcement, if you want to announce, your your publication date of your book, announce that you are writing or publishing a book. It kind of depends on how you want to announce that to the world. And you can decide about if you want to do some sort of um, cover like options where people are voting or telling you which cover they prefer, or if you want to wait and like announce the book to the world and then just reveal the cover. Um, those of you who follow me on social media, you'll see, I just did a cover reveal from a young adult novel before and after you and me. And um, so we didn't have multiple cover options for that, that we were sharing with the world. We just had one finalized cover that we were doing a big cover reveal on. So you can think about sort of the, you know, the path that you want to take there. Um, Also on this checklist is to thinking about if you want to have a book launch team, do you want to have a team of people who are helping you spread the word about your book? I definitely would recommend going back and listening to my previous podcast episodes about launching a book um, and kind of that whole pre-order campaign and all of that, because I, I think having a launch team is fabulous and it, Definitely made my process um, putting your book matters out into the world, and made that process so much more enjoyable to have this team of people cheering me on. But so think about um, what you would like a launch team, you know, to be like. How many people would you like to have on it? What would you like to give them to thank them for being part of your launch team? It's very common to give them an early copy of the book so they can read it and they can review it. Um, so just think about what you want that launch team to look like. And then before your book is published, I think it's really great to spend at least a month, maybe even two months, sending out early copies of your book and asking for people to write reviews. So um, you really want to give people enough time to read it and be able to write a review. And it can be really helpful to actually have reviews up about your book, you know, right when it goes live on Amazon, um, right when it's published, uh, and reviews on Goodreads too. So, um, so thinking about, you know, who you might want to send early copies to, is that your launch team? Is that some other people? And, um, and one thing too, if you give yourself enough time, if you have a long runway, you can wait until you get the final interior copy, um, the, the finalized interior design, of the book from your, your book interior designer. So you can send out, um, early copies of your book that actually are like that final pretty version. Um, and then being able to do the cover reveal, um, and then thinking about if you want to do some pre-order bonuses for people. So maybe you want to do bookmarks for your book. Maybe you want to do some sort of postcards or, um, I did like some bonus affirmations in a calendar. So really giving yourself time to actually order and um, plan all of that. I think especially with um, shipping times, I learned with, I had a little bit of a a time crunch. I wish I had ordered my bookmarks for this, for your book matters um, earlier because I hadn't factored in the holiday season. There was sort of some extra lengthy shipping times. Um, So luckily the bookmarks came on time, but um, I was kicking myself that I didn't order those sooner. So giving yourself enough time to not only design um different little goodies for your book, but actually ordering them so you have them shipped in plenty of time. Um, and then you want to make sure that you have your book files all ready to upload um For to your publishing platform. So the main publishing platforms for self-publishing your book are Ingram Spark or um, Kindle Direct Publishing, which is through Amazon. I chose um, Amazon's publishing platform. But you want to give yourself enough time to get those uploaded so your book can be available for pre-order. And I think it's great to have, you can have like a month of pre-order or even, you know, two or three weeks for people to pre-order your book. There's a whole podcast episode I did about why um, having pre-orders is important to the life of your book. So you can check on, check out that episode if you'd like. To know more about pre-ordering, um, but I think it's also great to give yourself time when you do upload those files. Um, so those completed files are your completed cover for your book, your final interior design, um, and usually it takes the platform, whether that's Amazon or Ingram Spark, they have to go through and like approve that for publication. Um, and so you want to definitely have some time there where it's like. You have margin around waiting to hear back from them that the file is approved. I had a client in the past to um her cover, the margin. I talked about the the your book um your book spine. her her spine was a little bit off was a little bit too small based on the number of pages. So we had to go back to the cover designer to widen the spine. and then Amazon accepted it. So you just want to give yourself some wiggle room there in case there is something wrong with one of the things that you upload that you have to go back and make some changes. Um, You don't want to have to push back your publication date for a reason like that. And so giving yourself enough time to get those files uploaded. And part of that as well is having your Amazon author page. So you want to make sure you're able to put in all your information about, you know, your book description, your author bio, like all of that. So you have your author page all ready to go um and and then also i didn't really need to do this too much with my book because i already had my website with my previous books but you might be creating a whole new website for yourself as an author um going along with your book or maybe you're creating a new page on your website like i did for your book matters so giving yourself time to also figure out you know how are you going to showcase this book is it going to be How you have your Amazon page, but then you also have a page on your website, or are you creating a new website for yourself as an author? Are you creating a Facebook page or a social media account through Instagram or TikTok? What are you doing? What's going to be kind of like your home base for this book for people to come to? to learn more about it and to order the book and to connect with you um, because you really want people to feel like it's, you know, as easy as possible for them to order this book. So um, definitely it's wonderful having it up somewhere like Amazon or barnesandnoble.com or things like that. Um, But if there's any other place that you people can go to check out more about you and um, kind of like they get to know the person behind the book i think that's really wonderful too and to have that kind of planned out along with this book launch i think makes the whole process go more smoothly as well Uh, and then we got into the publication day. So for me, one thing I did was I did a, like a bonus Q and a call for, for my launch team. Um, and so if you're planning to do some sort of bonus for your launch team, making sure you mark that off on your calendar, and then also giving yourself time to actually, uh, you know, market the book with launch week and send out any sort of goodies that you gave to people who pre-ordered your book and really just thanking people for being part of your, um, of your team with bringing your book out into the world. So, One other common thing that I find is clients are so focused on the time leading up to the book coming out that they forget to give themselves any sort of like bandwidth or margin in the weeks following the book's publication, which often are quite busy as well, like doing events, getting the books shipped out, um, and also just decompressing from all the work that you put into getting that book out in the world. So I hope that this episode was a little bit helpful just thinking about some of those big picture like main things that um, went into my uh, launch campaign and publishing Your Book Matters and um, that you might think about with, if if you're planning to self-publish one of your books. Um, And also if if any of this feels like overwhelming, I know this was a long list of different things to think about. um, Just know that you have, all the time in the world to figure out what is best for your book and for your heart. And um, that there are th- people that you can go to as resources to help you through all of this. So um, I I am someone who offers that as well to my clients as like help going through um, the publishing process. Uh, so if you are interested in something, like I have some clients who say, I just wanna hand all of this over to somebody. Like, I don't wanna have to worry about finding the cover designer and the interior designer and getting all the moving pieces coordinated and getting my book up on Amazon. Like, I just don't want to worry about any of that. Can I just pay you to do all of that for me? Um, Yes, you can. So I um, am going to be even dedicating more of my time uh, in 2024 into helping um, women who are ready to actually publish their book. So I have this book publishing package. um, So I'd be happy to help you with that as well. If you have a book that is you know, ready to go and you want to publish it, but you just need help getting through this whole process, um, please reach out to me and I'd be happy to share more with you about that. Um, but I'm just so grateful to everyone who's been I'm just incredibly supportive of my new book. And I really hope that your book matters um is helping you as we ease into this new year. If you are um interested also in joining us, I've started a new book club you might have seen called The Thriving Authors Book Club. And it's going to be a virtual book club meeting where every month we're going to focus on um a wonderful book written by one of my clients um, or myself so our first month for january where our book of the month is your book matters so i encourage you to get your hands on that one um, if you haven't already and to join us our book club meeting is january 26th it's going to be a virtual meeting and we're also going to do a little bit of vision boarding um, for the new year as part of that part of that little book club meeting so it'll be your chance to we'll talk about the book answer your questions and we'll do some vision boarding together so i really hope that you can join us for um, the thriving authors book club well i hope this episode was useful for you i um would love to hear from you about which part of the publishing process are you most stuck on or is there something that uh, you have questions around I would love to go into any of these ask these components in more detail if there's some that that's something that you would like in a future episode, and just know that I'm here for you and I'm cheering you on um, wherever you are in your publishing journey. Okay, my friends. Until next time. Thank you for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors. And if you are an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish the book inside your heart, this is the place to be. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges And you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with. Again, the name is Women Entrepreneurs Becoming Best-Selling Authors, and it is a completely free Facebook group. You can also reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.